DVD Labs production. This is a podcast about two crazy-ass cousins from a small farming community in Central California called Reedley, who moved to L.A., and how their stories growing up are a little different than for those in the big city. DVD Labs in Seminoles, California. It's the Late Night Early Morning Show with your host, Isaiah Pacheco, and that man who put this all together, Augie Lopez. So do whatever you have to do to get ready. Finish brushing your teeth and have a warm towel. The show's about to begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Late Night Early Morning Show. This is Augie Lopez saying, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. To my right and always, we have Isaiah Pacheco. We are, we and to are. his right, there is a lovely Darcy Wallace. Yes, you did, sir. All right, and that's all we have today. No guests, not even Tony, not even Melissa. It's just us three. It's a good thing you rushed through that intro then. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes. Man, what is up, guys? So, Augie, where are you from? How are you doing? Uh, yeah. Dude. Dude, dude, dude. Oh my God! I didn't. I didn't mean to say it. You're from like dude, that. dude. I'd never heard that. Hey Amen. Okay. <laughs> let me let me tell you. I, this has been one of the most stressfulest weeks that I've ever had. It's starting a new job, and there's all kinds of other. You didn't seem too stressed at like three o'clock today. Oh, okay. Well, that's a different story, but you know. Dang, you got someone calling you out. Well, she came by my desk. Why'd you come by my desk, by the way? Because everyone was huddled around you, and you wanted to see what was going on. Of course. Okay. <laughs> There were more people there than I thought were there. (laughs) Because there was more people in my desk. And and, and like, I'm a new employee. I mean, not a new employee, but new to the department. You know what I mean? And everybody's at my desk. There was like five or six people at my desk laughing their ass off. But the reason why they were laughing was because we were watching this video and it was called, um, I'm not racist, but it's called Asian Hurdlers Suck. So, uh, but I put it on our Facebook page and my individual Facebook page because, man, this thing, this, this YouTube video makes me bust the fuck up. It's just a, uh, a hurdler going through the, uh, an Asian hurdler trying to jump over everything, but everybody, I'm sorry, jumping over the hurdles. He just barrels through the hurdles without jumping over them. If you haven't seen it, yeah, just look up Asian Hurdler Sucks and you can watch that like five or six times and it gets funnier each time. I don't think I've ever seen anyone cheat at any sport harder. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, so I'm new in the department. I'm new in the department, but the crazy thing is, is all the guys in the department are my friends. Like I've been there for eight years, so I know them, but now I'm sitting with them and these guys I got like... What do I say? They're the guys that I got along with the best and the most often. You know what I mean? So they knew me. They they were happy. But now they look at me like, oh, Augie's going to come and mess around. But they only saw that side because I needed a break from work. And on break, I would go over there and talk to them. But now they see me how I work. So like I'm just and I hope I'm not, I guess, offending any of them. 
by like saying like I I can't talk to you right. You're now. like the yeah. abusive husband he, who just comes home and screams at his wife. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but what they do, what they do is they go into a uh, uh, the main conference room every Monday and Wednesday. Every Monday and Wednesday, all the COO, the business analyst, and all these guys, the developer guys, get together and they go through what. Is a sauna. Do you know what a sauna is? A sauna mm-hmm. is a project management tool that companies use. We use it. Guess what they do? They divide each task by programmer. Okay. And it's a wireless keyboard and mouse. They pass around the wireless keyboard and mouse. No way. So you have to sign out and then I have to sign in. Then what they do is they go through the uh, tasks that you have and they tell you what to write in there this is like my fucking nightmare dude i i'm not a good speller bro oh, i'm no. not a good to, to speller. write on the spot for somebody oh my god dude there's a red squiggly that sir. saves you after you hit space man yeah but bro when they're when you're supposed to be typing the to he to, you know what i mean it's like and it's more like it yeah and then everybody's like you misspelled it okay those <laughs> business could, analysts you, like judge you too yeah um you know, but yeah, everything does have spell check, but I feel like I'm getting worse and rely on it more. You know what I mean? So if you right click on it, yeah, I might underline it. But if you spell it so fucking bad, it doesn't True. give you the it doesn't give you the right word that you need. You know what I mean? So, dude, I'm over there and she said, oh, type neighbor. She said, I'll just put like your neighbor's going to do or something about neighbor. And I was like. Oh my God. I was like, I was shitting bricks because I was like, N I or E. Second letter couldn't have it. Yeah. And then I was like, N E I G H. I know I'm almost there. B O U R. And then they're like, no, you misspelled it. And I was like, well, fuck. I'm out of suggestions. You're just in the wrong country, dude. If you're in Britain, that would be perfect. (laughs) But, dude, and, and, they made me erase it and I try and go back and do it. And I was just like, man, fuck this. Why did that even matter? What? How you spelled it. It mattered to me. And they were saying like, you misspelled it. Like they weren't getting on me, like saying to correct it. They just said like, you misspelled it. But like, like look up and picture shit. But <laughs> in, internally, how it felt was everybody was pointing and laughing at me. Aww. Like you fucking idiot. You graduated from DeVry and you don't know how to spell. And I was like, I <laughs> You're thinking, oh no, they're justifying Dubai. Yeah, man. And I was like, fuck, but does that ever happen to you? Or like when you're sitting down, like me and you were sitting down right here at the computer and you told me to look up Angular and I totally butchered the shit out of that too. Angular, that's yeah, exactly did. how it sounds. Spell it. No, not the program. A-R, right? Mm-hmm. But I, it was a programming language, so oh. I thought it was spelled different. I still yeah, couldn't fucking spell it right. Yeah. That no. you tell me that doesn't you don't get I know you I am I'm not talking that, to Isaiah am, Darcy because I know you don't because I you, am not that I spell my name wrong sometimes so just because I type it like we're I'm, not even on that level Augie I'm, <laughs> no I'm I'm thinking so fast and I'm just putting my name on something it usually comes out decry decry <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say right now oh um so for me it's not the writing it's more reading if I try to read something in front of people I'm not the kind of person who kind of like scans ahead mm-hmm. and then keeps it stored in my head what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. It's like I have to like read it as I I have to read it aloud as it's going through my head or else it doesn't come out right. Mm-hmm. I once told a um 
like in class at the beginning of the class. And by comes out my head, I mean speaking. Yeah. <laughs> in one of my classes, they were like, um, you know, go around the room and introduce yourself and whatever. And I was like, this is college. Why the fuck do we have to do this still? You know, like, I don't mean? give a fuck who's sitting like, next yeah, to me. Yeah, just I this just guy works at an oil factory. Yeah. I don't care. He's an oil factory. <laughs> he's all dressed in white because he's going through that religious thing, Santeria what? or whatever. Right. Have you ever heard of that? No. Santeria or yeah. Santeria is like a uh, like witchcraft. From, yeah, exactly. Uh, South America. Yeah. Exactly. I don't practice yep. Santeria. Yep. Yeah. Like voodoo. It's, like it's like a offshoot of voodoo i think right but you have to wear all white for a year what not disrespecting any beliefs or anything out there okay but you have to wear all so white there's for no a year. girls in this religion is what you're saying <laughs> no, but it, it, he's sitting next to me in class and i was like i really don't care what any of yeah you're right i really don't care what any just let's fucking learn you know what i mean yeah they go up, they go say something about yourself that nobody might know and, you know, whatever. So I stand up. And nobody knows anything. Say your name and be like, there, I said something. <laughs> so I, I stood up and this is, was my speech. Yeah. I said, hi, my name is Augie Lopez. I'm from Fresno, California. I go, and if we have to read out loud, it may sound like I don't know how to read, but I guarantee you, I do. <laughs> I sat my ass down and everybody yeah. started laughing because it's true. You get fucking nervous. It's fucking. They will yeah. remember you for that Dude. the rest of the class. Yeah. Oh, public speaking's bad for me too. That's the. That's I, the other I can, part. If I can write it down and practice it, I'm very good at public speaking. That so, I don't get. I don't get nervous. And about that's why that. you will do all public speaking when we're together. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so the next thing that they did was they told me to build a wireframe. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I started doing it like electronically or whatever. And they were like, no, no, no. There's going to be so many revisions. Don't do it on any program. Don't do it on any anything. And for those of you that don't know what a wireframe is, is when you're looking to build an application, you have to specifically put where the menu bar is going to go, what buttons are going to go where, what text boxes, combo boxes, whatever. You have right. to wire it out before you actually code it. That's what I was building. But there goes through so many revisions that they were like, oh, just get a pencil and paper and do it. And they gave me a pencil. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? It's a fucking pencil. Yeah. And I put the pencil to the paper and it was like. I didn't know what to do because I've been typing so fucking like, much. What century am I in? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like riding a bike. I filled out, I've, I went to AAA and filled out an application with pencil and paper after that also. And it, full circle, man. it was so mm, odd to me to do it that it took me so long because the way I started writing was like, I looked like I was having a seizure while I was writing my fucking name. <laughs> so I kept on erasing it and like writing it better. Mm -hmm. I was sitting there for like 15 minutes and would have normally taken somebody like five minutes to fucking fill it out. And they called my name and I wasn't even done filling out the application yet because I was writing so much. I mean, it was fucking you, weird, dude. You know what's worse than just plain writing? What? Is writing cursive. Have you tried no, to write cursive lately? I can write cursive. Holy shit. I never adopted it. I always the, wrote cursive. When so. the last day of fifth grade came around and they're like, oh yeah, you're not going to use, you're not going to use cursive after this. That's pretty much how I treated it. Really? Never used it again. Hmm. Hmm. What does that say about you? Yeah. I don't know. You know how I some, give up quick. That's what it means. You know how some people, <laughs> you know how they it's call, uh, they call it Spanglish. 
Like when you speak Spanish yeah. and English. I do that with fucking writing, dude. Oh, I do that Like too. half of my words I write in like regular and then like two two letters or three letters I'll write in cursive. That's so faster. It's both. Hmm. I do have to say though that today I, I went up and down through my department, the rows, asking for a pencil. And mind you, I'm the supervisor of all these people. And they uh-huh. go, what century is this? What time? What year is this? You want a pencil? And I'm like, shut up. Hey, you know what I've seen though in a lot of buildings that I've been going into? Pencil sharpeners. I wanted one of those too. Nobody had one. (laughs) Like on the wall? You gotta go right next to your teacher's desk. Just a little one. And grind it out, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I remember in elementary school, people would just be grinding forever. Yeah, it's like you sharpened and broke it three times. In my elementary school, there used to be a fucking line to sharpen your pencil. Yes, there was a line. Like the fucking women's restroom. A line. Oh, don't get me fucking started on the restroom and lines, man. It can never be as bad as it is for a chick's bathroom. That's the truth. There. I do have to ask you a question about the restrooms. What? You know the thing you've talked about? (laughs) And how we've been using a different restroom the last month? Mm -hmm. Is the same thing been happening? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you destroyed it the way the women have destroyed? Oh wait, women? I'm sorry. I totally lost you. What are you talking about? What, what did you think I was talking <laughs> yeah. about? The dude? Um, has the same thing been happening with that dude? With the toilet paper? Oh no, the toilet paper putting. Yeah, no. No. Mm-mm. They're not. They're not. Okay, so for those of you that don't know what's going on in the building where we work, they're. Uh, remodeling everything so the bathroom floors on our level are closed because they're they're totally putting in new tile new everything all right so we have to go to the second second story we're on the third story we have to go to the second story to use that restroom that restroom is all done and for those of you that have listened to the podcast previously you know that there was a problem with somebody putting shoving toilet paper in between the cracks of the doors okay and covering up the cracks so nobody can look in Saved me on a couple of occasions when there was no toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, pull that bad boy off <laughs> yeah. and I'm good to go. Um, it's like somebody else is touching your finger touching your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the second floor, they're not doing that. And I think it's because the, they're, they're they tighter. Really? The doors aren't The tighter? doors are a little bit wider. You so like, so? Yeah. Or like you can see both both some somebody else's eyes on the other side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because normally you catch one and then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Stop looking at me. (laughs) And the lights in this bathroom are 10 times brighter. And the the tiles on there are like white. So it just like reflects off of everything. You You see scuff marks, skid marks everywhere. It's so gross. And think of how nasty guys are. We keep breaking. Oh, no, 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 no. The women's is really bad. Girls' restrooms are way worse. No one know These ones, um, our regular bathrooms have automatic flushers. These ones, you have to flush it yourself. Suddenly, no one knows how to flush a toilet. Yeah. Oh, okay, worse worse than that. I, I worked at a restaurant. I had to clean the bathrooms. I was a low sky on the totem pole kind of thing. Well, understand. Okay, so. Still are here. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I had to go clean the girls' restroom, and I just could not figure out where a smell was coming from oh, no. and it was coming from you know you know those uh you know those toilet paper dispensers that has like a second uh it has a slot for like a second one and it kind of gets shoved up behind a little container it's it's a container that holds two of them and then when one's done oh, the second yeah. one drops uh-huh, uh-huh. okay so 
couldn't figure out what was going on. There was toilet paper there. <laughs> but I noticed that the toilet paper was red. The second roll on top. What the fuck? No. Girls were using it as a tampon dispenser. Not one time, but multiple times. Why? No was idea. There, there was no little garbage thing in there? I suppose so. So you were... Is, wait, is that a, is that a concern? It, it clogs the toilet? No. You can't just use it? To, you can't just flush it on the toilet? It. There's usually a little a garbage. A maxi pad clogs the fucking toilet. You're I'll tell you that. You're supposed to put it in the little oh, garbage sure thing. Yeah, no, no, they were just I like, like they pulled the string yeah. and then didn't know what to do with it, lifted the lid and then dropped it in there. That's disgusting, bro. Yeah. That's why I say, that's why I say girls' restrooms are worse because there's weird surprises you might find. And I've said this before, but it happened to me again where, like you said, automatic flushes, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you, if, if the height of the toilet is different. Yes. It is, right? You pull down your pants. I've been going to the restroom there for eight years. I know the height of the toilet on the third floor. It's high. These are low. So I always stutter step like I'm going to fucking fall back with my naked ass out there. And it's not fun because like I do a stutter step. And if there are people to the left and right of me, like they're laughing in there. You know what I mean? I kick them underneath like, stop it, dude. (laughs) I I don't don't know if the men's bathroom is like this, but someone pointed out to me last week of the regular non- Handicapped toilets, mm-hmm. they're all like children's size toilets with the exception of one. Yes. There is one adult size toilet. Yeah. That's exactly how it is there. Why? I don't know. You know, the okay, so not necessarily smaller toilets, but the lower toilets are actually better for you. For who? I hear you have to stress. Why? You don't have to flex as many muscles to get something out. <laughs> I hear it's just a more natural, it's a more natural position <laughs> for evacuating. There was a line and has been a fucking line in the guy's restroom. And that pisses me off, man. That pisses me off. And there'll be like two, three guys waiting sometimes. Like pissed off that they're waiting inside the restroom and you'd rather have a line outside or? No, it doesn't matter where the line's at. It's just like we shouldn't be waiting in line. I mean, we could share urinals if we really needed to, you know. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I was going to say something so fast. Not like I haven't. <laughs> Don't you just have one toilet at your work? Oh, we have a so kinda. We have one in our office, and it's that you unisex, and there's um, there's a shower in there, just a one toilet thing. But then we have to walk outside and use a key. But the thing is, that's communal, and everyone in the building has a key to that restroom. So like, (laughs) but we treat but we treat it like it's a one for one thing. Like there's one girl's key and one guy's key. So Mm -hmm. there's only so that way you're not constantly going to the restroom trying to use the stall. Stall's not available, mm-hmm. but we have to fight with everybody else in the building because of it. That's that's that's, that's the only downfall. Anyway, that. anyway, so um, cool story, bro. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's been going on at work. You know what I mean? That's stressing me out. <laughs> Having to type in front of people and using a pencil. You know what I mean? In the fucking restrooms, and you can't even type by yourself though. Yeah. What? You wrote me an email. <laughs> you wrote me an email and you misspelled like the Ooh, title of the email, the out. subject line. Oh, signatures. <laughs> yeah. There's been a lot of mistakes. I'm just You're like, that. check out my signature. <laughs> <laughs> was it more like Sin Gatcher? I don't know. No. <laughs> it looked right to me. It was Signature. Oh, okay. Nitro. Anyway, so I'm out of there looking. I'm, I'm like when... It hits four o'clock. I'm like, I'm fucking out of here, man. I'm looking for anything, anything 
to like put a smile on my face or do anything. <laughs> and then all it's we're in LA, so what happens? I get stuck in traffic. I hate that shit. I hate traffic over here, man. It's, like you go to Fresno, there, there ain't no traffic. You know what I mean? But you know what? It feels fun? like they have so much road that I wish that they just brought it some of it back over here. <laughs> <laughs> donate, yeah. donate some but road. Have you ever? Has this yeah. ever happened to you when you've been driving? Like you're driving on one lane and there's a car right next to you, and you turn your head to look at that car, <laughs> and at the same time that car is turning its head to look at you. I feel like it happens every time. time I do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys are just both looking at each other for like a hot second. Like if somebody slammed on their brakes, you could get in an accident. But in that moment. In that beautiful moment. It's you, a connection. That's all that is matters in the world, man. It's just you, your eyes on them and their eyes on you. Unless yeah. it's some ugly old dude. You did? Unless I said, unless it's some ugly old dude. You ever flirted in traffic, Darcy? Or has somebody ever flirted with you in traffic? I think so. They have to me. Like how? Mm, I remember. What's that? Show me your dude. No, <laughs> not like that. Like a Like years ago. Some guy kept like speeding up like he went around me and kept he like no matter what speed I was going, he was trying to stay on the same like in the lane next to me in the same like spot as me. Mm-hmm. And oh, so he, people can tell when they do that. Or, I mean, girls can tell when guys do that. <laughs> so what you're saying is I'm not um, invisible. And just kept looking at me and I was like really freaked out. Like, what looking are you his doing? lips. <laughs> I don't remember what to talk. <laughs> you're so horrible. That should never be heard out of context mm. but um <laughs> the uh the guy the guys man when you lock eyes with the dudes it's like you look too long at a dude <laughs> and they just start fucking dogging the shit out of you like if you i would yeah. stab you right now it's like dude it's in the morning how can you gangbang dude in the morning you know yeah. what i mean like they're smoking a joint, tattoos on their head, and just running for it. I was like, "Calm down." Craziest thing yeah. you ever, craziest thing you've ever seen, driving somebody else doing. Now go. I have caught several people giving roadhead. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, we've talked about that. I've yeah. never seen it. Fuck. I've it's or maybe I've just never happened noticed multiple times. It. It's because oh. you want to see it. You don't. You want it that bad. I, that's what I think. Could be. So I kind of have a story with this. Um, So me and my friends, we all go down to San Luis Obispo to go stay at. um, I was in a band at the time and my drummer, his his name's Will. We stayed with the sister over there. Mm, Sounds nice. Okay. So we were in an apartment (laughs) complex. It was Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. Um, We made friends with some of some of the neighbors. And at some point in the, the nights that followed, my friend decides it's a good idea to go to their apartment and raid their panties. So, are right, is this revenge went, of the nerds? I went, or what I the went fuck? on a legitimate panty raid, dude. We like got, nerds? We got in their apartment. Yeah, we got okay. in their apartment. Took all the underwear, all the clean ones, right? Everything we could find. <laughs> oh my god! I said, yeah. what the fuck? No, no, not, not, oh, I went, no, 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 no. We didn't search through the the hampers or anything. Just saying, we get we went through the drawers. We got all the panties in the drawers. Okay. All right. So we did that. Okay, we didn't know what to do with them later. Were you so disappointed we still, or happy with what you found? No, there were just tons of thongs. I mean, it was college, like college girls, you know? Uh-huh. Nothing but thongs. Wait, wait, La- Lacy thongs, right? Um, okay, can you uh, just say it slow, please? Go ahead. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Keep on going. Okay, so we have all those panties and they're stuffed in our hoodies and we have nothing to do with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were they so we all in our, the pocket part? Yeah, yeah. So we took them to our friend's car, we dumped them all in the trunk. 
And we're like, dude, they're going to be so fucking pissed when they find out we took their underwear, right? Well, we never, ne- they never crossed our paths again. We never, we never saw them or anything. No. But on our way home, uh, there was a car behind us and we saw uh-huh. that the girl was, you know, roadheading it straight, giving this dude roadhead. Uh. So what we decided to do was like, dude, we have all these panties in the car. Let's give them to this chick. Dude, so we just started flinging panties up in the air over our car to hit them in the windshield. So that must have been pretty funny for, for that girl to be given roadhead and then you see panties flying <laughs> in your windshield. <laughs> so you took all these girls' panties? They had nothing. There left. were three, three girl roommates and we took all their underwear. I'm surprised they didn't contact you though and be like, I mean, it's Man. all over the freeway. They might have found it. <laughs> Bro, Seth, are you serious, dude? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What about you, Darcy? Crazy thing you've seen on the freeway. Nothing sexual. No, anything. I've said mine before, but I still think that is... A dead guy? Is that yours? That's yours, right? Oh, I've seen that too on the fucking freeway. On the side of the road? On the freeway. On the 101, I've seen a dead guy. He got hit by a car. It was an accident, and and he was out. I mean, I didn't see him, like, see him, see him, but there was a body back, like, covering his body, like, and it was, it was crazy. Nuts. No, the that's that's the craziest. You thing. saw his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's the craziest thing. The craziest thing that I've seen while someone else was driving was them shaving. I've said this before <laughs> on the podcast, but not shaving like with an electric razor. Like they had a bowl of water on <laughs> oh their fucking God. dashboard, and it was a, a a shaving a razor, and they were doing the water and shaving shaving themselves. I'm like, this guy's serious about his fucking <laughs> shaving regimen, man. Okay, there was a story. I didn't, this was a real news story like five years ago and I didn't see it. I wish I had. There was this chick pulled over for swerving in Ohio, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she had a laptop on the passenger seat, porn playing in the laptop. And she had a toy while she was driving, mm. jacking off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even understand how you get to that point. I, oh, that's like, so like I can't multitask. I can't drive. Like, like if you like if you need to jerk it that hard, you're gonna drive it that hard. It's not even a dude. It's well, a, it chick. a chick. Oh, DJ, DJ it, <laughs> wiki wiki. It. She had if a toy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, okay, I flick the on switch. I I dated some chick that um, was so sexual. Like I'm I'm pretty sexual or whatever, but she was like so abrasive with it. Where I went over her house and like she had all her dildos displayed on her dresser, like displayed it was displayed like a collection yeah, of like trophies. A collection. <laughs> Did she have a backlight? No, <laughs> no, just but, casting shadows on the wall above you. <laughs> no, but uh, she said that yeah, she said that yeah, she has a pocket rocket and and because she's stuck in traffic so much that she just will no go, way. go at least two to three times in traffic. No way. Oh, man. This is nuts, man. I hear girls get off on motorcycles, so whenever you see a girl riding down the freeway, Amen. just imagine they're getting a one right there, man. like the yeah. Bound video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Bound two. Live read. So we have Amazon. Just to keep moving forward. We have Amazon that we have. And please go to our website, lnems.com. Click on the banner. Use the link to purchase your items. Halloween's coming up. Any costumes that you want to buy. Any anything. Go through our link. Doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. Other stuff that we're actually going in the works. Darcy, what do we got? Groupon. Groupon, we're going to get some stuff for Groupon and we're going to put that nice. up on the website. Ticketmaster. Ticketmasters, I'm excited about because I use them a lot. Anytime I go, I'll use them. So we'll see what kind of. I think of... they have a handy app too, just in case you forget to print your tickets. 
Yes, they do. That's a big and deal. then that's going to go on the website, which is a website should be up when Okay, website in whatever state I can get it to this weekend, it will be up and new. As the features complete after that, I will continue to release. And that should be the way that the site rolls from now on. It's just going to be a constant improvement week to week. Okay. All right. Uh, And thank you for listening. And everybody that is listening, please tell your friends to listen. And any suggestions that you have, please email us at podcast at LNEMS.com or find us on Twitter at Late Night EMS or Facebook backslash L-N-E-M-S. All right, it's time to get into some, uh, this throwback jam. What we're going to do right here is go back. All right, so I was told that I don't give good hints. Is this true? Or I fucked I thought up. You, I thought your hints were fun. Yeah, I'm just saying. I thought it was fun. So when some, you say them, Yeah, right. somebody decided that they wanted to produce it for me, so I allowed them to do that. And these are the clues that they gave me. Okay? Let's see how high the bar set. Okay. Clue number one. Augie played a gangster in this video, but was cut out after editing. Chad Hugo and Pharrell Williams wrote the song. The artist song performed on Saturday Night Live, February 14, 2004. Later that year, the song was featured in the movie Mean Girls, which was written by SNL star Tina Fey. The song was released in 2003. This song was off her third album named Tasty. God, I don't even know whose third album was Tasty. It features... Huh? I don't even know who had the album named Tasty. Oh, I'm sorry. It features a provocative seeming and impossibly catchy lyric of 2003 and 2014. Is this artist also a DJ? No. No. Does this artist also have some other connection to Lindsay Lohan? No. Hmm. This artist dated Nas. Hmm. This artist is half black, half Asian. So yes, on this song, I did play a gangster. There's two versions of this song. There's one where we're in a junkyard. And I'm a thug in this video. You had a lot of range, didn't you? And they, <laughs> and they, they didn't use that. And they redid the video, and it's in like a milkshake shop, you know, in the 50s or whatever. But that video, where I'm a gangster, is still on the internet, on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, I will but, find it. All right, so what I want to do right now is I want to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back from break, Isaiah and Darcy are going to do the news. Find us on Facebook, but if you want to be part of our conversation, you can email us your questions and comments to podcast at lnems.com or follow us on Twitter at Late Night EMS. Also, visit our website, lnems.com or latenightearlymorningshow.com. There you'll find pictures, links to our topics, and the shortcuts to subscribe to our show on your mobile devices.
Welcome back, everybody. Shit. Yeah. Let's get a good word. Hey, you got a good word, Mr. Rhythm? Yes. Hey, Mr. Rhythm, say. <laughs> Why do I always fuck that up? Um, the good word is fastest way to end a knock-knock joke. I'm sorry, uh, Isaiah. Give me a knock-knock joke. Let me think of a good one because I know you're going to interrupt it. Knock-knock. It's open. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll pay for that one, Mr. Rhythm. All right, time to get in the news with Darcy and Isaiah. Are you ready? Yep. And now, the man that thinks he knows everything, but knows everything about nothing, your broadcasting legend, Isaiah Pacheco. What's up, everybody? It's Isaiah Pacheco, and I'm accompanied by the lovely Darcy Wallace. Thank you, thank you. Okay, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to start this time. Um, This is crazy. So, BBC News is reporting that there uh, is reporting on our own state, California, that there is a new law in place that just got signed uh, recently, um, within the last few days. Uh, California Governor Jerry Brown signed signed the country's first affirmative consent law last week which requires that both parties give ongoing con- consent during sexual activity. So, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, agree yeah, yeah. To, to follow that, uh, the New York gov- uh, New York's current governor, Andrew Cuomo, last week also said that all his state-run universities are going to be put into the same provisions. Mm-hmm. So, this is crazy. What um what's come from this is both kind of cool because there was an app made for this specific thing. Mhm. Um, but it got kicked off the Apple store and it was called good to go. Basically it was a way of recording you and your partner talking to each other, consenting to sex. So that way you can't be hit up for statutory rape. And, um, so some, so, so that's, that's what's going on tech side and what's going on in each of these States. What is kind of cool about the story is just how the criticism is kind of building against it. And, um, well, you know, Jermaine Dupree has a song about this. I'm trying to think of the song now. And the song goes, um, it says, so you set me up, you try to set me up for rape, but it's all on tape. What you said, put the cake, how you fed me the grapes, what I did with the ice that made you shake, shake. Uh. Um, and when the night's over yeah. and the girl is gone, I'm back up in the club singing the same damn song. <laughs> Go on. Okay. So there is the girl who started this app called Good to Go. And a girl uh, started the app? And yeah, a girl started this app. Okay. Because she thought it, you know, it was to protect she on protect the guy, protect the girl. Both people were consenting at one point. Yes means Go yes. Go and have sex. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, when they're talking to her about this law, that she's thinking that this law is ridiculous where she thought her app um helped out. And I think and I'm 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 with her on this. I'm with her because what she said is, uh, let me read the quotes. It's the first time a girl has her affirmative consent used to shame her in public. Expect backlash from the same people who pushed for this to happen in the first place. While mocking anyone who question, who questioned the unintended consequences of regulating what is and should be a private act. Yeah. So um, uh, to go on, she says, the reality is that much of the sec- much of sex is non-consensual. But it's also non-consexual. It, it, it resides in a gray area in between where sexual experimentation and discovery happen. Mm. And I think that's true. I like the I think discovery of, part. I think a lot of people are... I think that does happen. I think a lot of people could be on the fence when it happens. So it's kind of... It's kind of insane to think that you could tell... Like, 
Because how often Hit somebody up minutes uh, before it's really gonna on. happen. How you know? often? Are, how often is is a girl really gonna come out and say yes, yes, let's have sex? No, it's just you keep on trying and. I think I think this should fall on. Be- I think this responsibility needs to be put on the wingman. Really? Can yeah. You, uh, further explain. Because every time my friend has had any, not one friend, but anytime any of my friends have had sex with people that we were all out with at some point in the night, the girl would ma- would mention something that she's good to go to you, to me, or to another friend. We would just know that the hookup was about to happen. Okay. I have even actually gotten a literal, I want to get it in. From a girl. <laughs> From a girl for a friend. Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. So, I mean, like this, I think that this responsibility can fall on somebody else. It doesn't need to be on either of the parties that are involved. Why? <laughs> it's, that sounds so crazy. To, to... How do you have to document all this? This. Yeah. And that's, and that's the. This is stupid. The crazy thing about it is that they want you to keep record of this. And it's for a, it, and it's being over, overseen by public authorities. I just find it very crazy. It kind of takes me back to when in the military when they told told me that uh, you can't have anal, and if you do, you are out. Just anal, you can't have. So sodomy, so oral that sex. That was too. it. Uh, oral sex too. Uh, you could there, only have like regular sex. I could only have missionary mom and pop sex. It had to be missionary, and I stuck to it. Goddamn, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> hold on. Okay, go. Yes. You said that they they said that you cannot. So yeah, like when you're in basic training, they come and they talk to you about if here's, here's all the ways that you can get screwed by somebody that's around you. If somebody says, and "Oh no, the front door is closed. Go around back," can't even do it. No. So really, what it was is that they were just trying to make it impossible for anybody who um, publicized any of their private acts, like making a porno recorded themselves, leaked it. it. It couldn't reflect bad back on the army, so the army would have to kind of do something against you. Okay. You know, kick you out. Uh-huh. So that's kind of just what it was. It's like, this is where our line is drawn. You keep your shit private. We don't have to know about it. That's the way it is. But that's kind of the way it seemed. Front door guests are always welcome. But back so door guests are best. How can they tell you what to do? Like, I just think, well, what I think is crazy too is like, any anybody can say yes and then have regrets. Right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's mainly on the chick. I know. I never regretted anything. Yeah. I ever did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, so everyone can say yes and have regrets. And that's kind of my, my main, everybody's talking, my about main argument against this too. They'll accuse. Yeah. And the th- and the other part of it too, is that the girl has the real power because she can always, it's, it's, it's his word against hers always. Right. Right. So if she just says, no, I didn't want it. She can prove that the guy was in her. So she has yeah. all the ammo. That's what I'm, that's all I'm saying about that is that girls have all the ammo really in this situation to begin with. And to add this to the mix is just a ridiculous layer of of extra authority. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't agree with this at all. But, you know. I it's guess. almost like to the point where you have to like record somebody saying you were consenting that we're about to engage well, in sexual you know, activity. You know, that's like what celebrities do. Celebrities have consent forms. Well, that, and doesn't it take it out? But they don't put it. They don't bring it to the girl themselves, right? Because even in the no. all the all the stories I've heard where people have run-ins with celebrities, sexual run-ins, 
they are always it's always like somebody else like their handler who yes. does it they take care of the business that's what your wingman should be for you in this case you need you need someone who's going to get the consent before it happens get the paperwork signed and, and in a way, I don't even know if that would work. I, I think the only way of actually proving that you have ongoing s- consent during sex is to record it and have a bunch of yeses throughout. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So you could be, so some chick could consent to sleep with you, but then there could be like a certain It requires part ongoing. Of, yeah. So yeah. if you wanted to like change to some other type of sexual activity and she said no, then later she could accuse you of rape or. If you I, change what? the music I and she don't so. like it and wants to stop. Yeah. If you, if no. you turn on the air conditioner, she'll get mad. 72 degrees. 72 degrees? Yes. Okay. Your feet have to be that 72 degrees. Your feet? Yeah. Your feet are more cold. Colder. No, the major determining factor if a chick reaches climax is how warm her feet are. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's that? What's I'm like, that? Mis- I'm, I'm like Mr. Moragi with those feet, dude. <laughs> Slap my hands together. <laughs> warm my hands up. Feet are warm. There okay. it is. Okay. What's next? <laughs> Darcy, on to you. Okay. So recently, just this week, the FDA approved a new drug for hepatitis C. It's just a one a day, one time a day drug. It's this revolutionary thing because um, typically in the past, um, sufferers of hepatitis C have had like multiple antiviral drugs, all these crazy things every single day. The only kicker with this brand new amazing drug is that number one, you have to take it for about eight to twelve weeks, and every single pill costs over eleven hundred dollars. Wow! And, yeah, and most wow. apparently most um, most health insurances don't cover treatment of hepatitis C. Why? Um, I'm not sure exactly why. I would think it would have something to do with the way that most people acquire hepatitis C, which is through like um, intravenous drug use, sexual activity that's unprotected. Okay. That's kind of crazy. Or is it the fact that it is a terminal illness and they that just is assume true. it's There's just no a, real it's a money cure. Pit. There's no real cure. But um, it's kind of I'm thinking, you know, and it causes your liver to kind of break down. That's the main the main problem with that, you know, happens to people who have hepatitis C. And the thing I'm thinking is for such an expensive drug, the people who typically get it are not the most well off people to begin with and probably don't even have health insurance. Well, under Obama's law, you got to have it, man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure your everyday hobo has Obamacare. And according to this article in the FDA, about 3.2 million Americans have hepatitis C. Really? That's one Mm -hmm. in every what? There's over 300 million people in the U.S. And how many people have it? 3.2 million. So it's a percent. (laughs) It's a percent. That's like 10 percent, right? Damn. I do math by my gut. (laughs) I do math by my brain. (laughs) And this drug is called Harvoni. I'm just happy I didn't learn my A, B, and C's of uh, hepatitis. Stupid. Okay, sorry. It was a miss. All right. (laughs) So stupid. Okay. So anyway. (laughs) Amen. Okay, well, I've got another story, too. Oh, Um, she's going back to back. Double header. Okay. This one's out of the Times of India. It's uh, based on a recent study out of London Mm -hmm. where scientists found that if you strap ice packs around your body fat, 
you could lose weight. Wait, so, so you have to have your fat all in one place, though, for that to be f- even feasible. What? Excuse me? Like, you'd have to have all your fat in your stomach or something, too. Well, no, you can put ice packs <laughs> other spots, not just your stomach. No, but I mean, like, you'd have to have, like, a concentration of fat. Keep, keep going. I, I'm so, not sure I'm understanding. So, the study found that exposure to cold temperatures can take um, what's, what's called white fat tissue... From areas like your thighs, stomach area. They some, can, some of that white fat tissue, you know, like the ones that have good neighborhoods, not the black fat tissue. <laughs> Is that bad? Okay, go, go Anyway, this, so. I think the silence no, is I just, I just think it's funny when like science always refers to like white things as less severe and black things as like totally It's actually severe. more severe. Oh, um, okay, okay. So exposure, exposure to cold temperatures like of. Like white plague. Of, <laughs> okay, of this white fat tissue can cause the the um, fat tissue to turn to what is called either beige fat or brown fat. Mexican um, fat. <laughs> the technical term is brown adipose tissue. And it's a type of fat that burns energy and glucose to create heat. And it's something that's been known to keep babies and tiny animals warm. So it, there's a lot of energy that's expended when you have brown fat and it helps. It's been shown in studies to prevent obesity in rodents and white fat doesn't do this. So you're showing that the more you expose the white fat to cold, it turns to beige fat and therefore you can prevent obesity. Now, the one one thing the scientists so did find Eskimos was have. that it doesn't work for people who are already obese, which is a BMI greater than 30. Oh man, Ooh, I'm sure I'm obese then. I'm 28. I gotta, I gotta be. I'm 28. 28. You're not 28 yeah. now. Yeah. A few months ago, maybe. No, 28. You no, dunk, 28. You get dunked in a pool of water, do a whole volume reading, all that. No, I do it every day at Albertsons. You weigh yourself. <laughs> do you just hold a handle and it tells you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's very. That's accurate. not accurate. Oh, that's what I go by. It's not. <laughs> Wait a minute. So is that why? Um, Professional athletes, because they have to do like ice ice baths and shit. No, I think it's more for their muscles. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's probably to reduce swelling. Yeah, I bet you it has more to do with their uh, their tendons and stuff. Oh, okay. So anyway, mm. if you're trying to lose weight and you're not obese, try strapping on some ice. <laughs> <laughs> and with our next story, I got Ebola. No, you oh don't. I don't. But this dude on a Dominican flight did. And he's an idiot. This is what happened. A man on a flight last Wednesday going from Philadelphia to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's so hard to go through these stories sometimes because sometimes they do like the Tarantino thing where they put the end at the beginning and the beginning at the end. So yeah. then I have to like, go through my notes backwards. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, on his way out of the plane, he yells, I'm just kidding. I ain't from Africa. Therefore, no Ebola. But... um. The Dominican officials, um, as well as the uh, flight attendants that were on the flight coming from Philadelphia, both thought that this was not a serious Ebola outbreak story, that it was just a guy being dumb, said something too loud, and freaked out all the people on the plane, so therefore they have to go through with this whole real procedure. And so um, people came in the flight, like, all in full bubble hazmat suits. Oh, my God. Um Everyone was freaking out, but there was one person who didn't care about enough about their job or just really thought it was this ridiculous where she said, 
don't worry. I think the guy who was on the plane earlier who said that is an idiot and it's going to just look a lot worse than it is. So I think she did a good a good job as far as um just keeping the the fear at bay uh, amongst the plane. So she she's she did a good job and I I applaud her for that. What are you doing? Are you showing the videos? Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, from the eyewitness accounts that this reporter talks about um from CNN, they're saying that there are tons of videos out on all the social media networks regarding this because everyone on that plane pretty much had their phone out. And he's so dumb because somebody, somebody uh, died in Texas, right? Yes. That's the second person in the U S and that was the first major like issue we've had with, with people coming into the U S with Ebola. Cause there's been Ebola forever. Well, well, they right? say, they say Ebola takes 21 days to show visible symptoms. So you could be carrying it around for twenty days, not knowing. That yeah, and they were they were kind of accusing this guy of lying to officials when on his way to the U.S. about how his exposure. What guy? The guy that died? Yes. Well, he was lying to try and get into the U.S. for care, right? Oh, uh, he was coming to visit his girlfriend. He did not know he had Ebola. He claims he did not know he had Ebola until and he had no symptoms until he got here. And my story doesn't even tell me that he really had Ebola. I thought he was somebody who didn't have Ebola. The guy from Dallas, he died. Oh, the guy from Dallas. Sorry. Yeah, we're talking about that guy. The guy that you're talking about was stupid. An idiot. Yeah, Yeah, but um, like the the president said, the the um, in Texas. How do you get Ebola? It's just a virus, right? It, you just, It'd be like contracting the flu or a cold. It's, it's airborne. Yeah. It's airborne. Someone it's sneezes. through contact, yes. You what is it? some of that? Bodily fluids. Some Which can that. just be air droplets from sneezing or uh, water droplets from sneezing that pass mm. through the air. Close proximity. You have That's, to be. You're pretty much. Yeah, you're pretty much a caretaker yeah. if you're someone who and contracts he, it. He had exposed himself to so many people too because he had like five kids and they all went to school and you know four different schools, something like that. So they had to track all these people. That's something to think about too. All you people who like to procreate like crazy, like the the world has unlimited resources and stuff across. Okay. Across the what? world, it's across bit, the world too, yeah. he was procreating with some white woman from Texas. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, like it's, it's, it's crazy to think about that. Yeah, like the all that stuff that grows exponentially. You, you, you're in close contact with one person. Mm-hmm. You are in close contact with a lot of people. Really, mm-hmm. yep. That scares me. Darcy, you got the next story. I had two stories already. I oh, think you already you're did them. Up. Oh, yep. You flashed through it on me. Okay, I got to switch gears. Okay, next story. Red Bull. Red Bull does not give you wings. Okay, so the plaintiffs of a recent lawsuit that was settled out of court by Red Bull claimed that the company's advertised benefits like increased performance and reaction speed were false advertising and not by, backed up by any scientific evidence. Um, in the lawsuit documents... It says such deceptive conduct and practice means that Red Bull's advertising and marketing is not just a quote unquote puffery, but is instead deceptive and fraudulent and therefore actionable. Red Bull responds in their court document saying Red Bull set or sorry, <laughs> we settled the lawsuit to avoid cost and distraction of litigation. However, Red Bull maintains that its marketing and labeling have always been truthful and accurate. 
and denies any and all wrongdoing or liability. So what's crazy about this is that they had to pay 13, uh, Red Bull had to pay $13 million in a class action lawsuit to which you can just go to a website for that they host that, um, and as of right now, the website's down and it's because of high demand. So just keep checking back every once in a while on the Red Bull site. Look it up on Google. You'll you'll find the portal to sign up for this. And what you get from Red Bull, anyone who's ever had a Red Bull, oh my God. they don't even ask for proof, proof of purchase, but anyone who's ever had a Red Bull can either get $10 in cash or $15 in, in a Red Bull merchandise. It's only if, we, only if you've never really grown wings, right? Only if you've never grown wings. Really, people... That's so stupid. People really think. I hate people. Uh, yeah, I think everyone thinks this is a joke. It's just. It's but just you know ridiculous. what? It's a, it, it's it's stupid what they're doing. But everybody's gonna go sign up and still get the money. I'm gonna sign up and get my 15 bucks worth of Red Bull merchandise. But I'm not. Okay. But you know what's crazy? Okay, so that's 13 million dollars that they spent. So what I did is I went and found out what's the most anyone ever paid in advertising because that's essentially what a huge story is like this for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Bowl. What's, Super Bowl? What's, what's the saying? Bad press is good press, or any press is good any press. press is good press. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to the person who actually paid for this much press. Okay. And that's uh, Chanel. Chanel number no. five in two thousand four produced a video with Nicole Kidman and somebody who I assume somebody else would know, but not me. His name is Rodrigo Santaro. Um, oh, they produced. I know they, I, don't, I don't know. They produced an advertisement for $33 million. 33? $33 million. And with that reaction, or with the reaction to that um, short film, as they call it, it's a two-minute freaking commercial. Mm-hmm. They call it a short film. Um, they had their highest year still to this date. The they've They set a record for that year in sales for themselves. So it's going it's so to come back to them no matter any what. Any money that goes away from a company that's high-profile pretty much comes back to them. I know Red Bull will come back from this and everyone like we do probably thinks this lawsuit is pretty dumb. Yeah. Amen. Hmm. And with that being said, nice rockers don't quit. Neither does smooth skin. I'm out. All right, let's do some whispers. Hey, how you doing? Love mama. Let me whisper in your ear. Tell you something that you might like to hear. First loud whisper. If you don't know what a, the whisper app is, look it up. I'm not gonna keep on saying it. <laughs> Fucking shit. Get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. With the right music, you can forget anything or remember everything. I just mm-hmm. like that one. That one's not funny, but it's I like that one because I like music. Anyways. <laughs> I like music. Second one. Second one. <laughs> Loud noises. <laughs> Check this out. Check this out. This one is so fucked up, I think. If if you were to do this to your significant other. Sometimes I try to reignite an argument just so I can use an amazing comeback that I thought of hours after the first argument. Oh. That must be obvious. Dude. It must be obvious. You know who said When you that- argue with someone, they're like, duh, 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 duh. And then you, talk, you argue again and they're like... Matlock on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. No, but you know, um, who's the lead singer of what the hell's the band's name? Shit. He has he's black, dreads, eighties, nineties, sorry, nineties. Lenny Kravitz? No. Uh in a band. 
Um, not that popular anymore. Hootie and the Blowfish? Hootie and the Blowfish. Darius Rucker. Oh, Darius yes. Rucker. That motherfucker. So you can get you can get it from those clues, Isaiah, but you can't do it from any other throwback jam. All I needed was <laughs> black <laughs> and country. That's all I needed. <laughs> Dude. Seriously. Um, uh, his wife. His wife said that he uh, will just create fights just to get emotional to write a song. That's I think that's stupid. fucked up, too. Yeah, it's not. Legitimate. I think so. If he's, I think I think that's probably true for a lot of um, musicians or people who just are super into their own heads and have to feel that they have to get created. They kind of resort to anything. So I, because it brings in the money, they're the provider. It 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 brings it in. Yeah, I mm. guess I guess I'm just saying I could see it. I they see they it need happening. more drama in their lives. Yeah. to be successful. Like look at look at Taylor Swift. Okay. She she has all her real relationship problems. She turns those into songs, right? Uh-huh. It sounds like the relationship problems aren't even happening anymore, so she turns her attention towards what the media says about her. Oh. And that's the her latest single. It's all drama. Right There's nothing about like like she has no real like love song about actually being happy. <laughs> yeah, she just sounds like a bitter bitter person mm. a very bitter yeah. young tall thin mm. blonde lady yeah next must be sad tell me if this has ever happened to you guys it sounds like this would happen to patrice uh <laughs> i got really drunk last night and lost my phone i was using uh, hold on i was using the flashlight app from my phone for 20 minutes before i realized oh no that wouldn't happen to Patrice. <laughs> She's too smart. Mm, I don't know. I refuse to believe that would happen to her. <laughs> I did that. I, oh, you did it. You did it I, no, 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 no. I have done something similar to that where I have freaked out and lost my phone. And I said, somebody call my phone. And I was like, I'll call my phone. <laughs> I kind of doubt my it. <laughs> yes, I did. Anyways. All right. So any everybody's okay? Yeah. Alright, so what I wanna do I feel good is I wanna go ahead and end this. I wanna say thank you to my cousin and co-host Isaiah Pacheco. Yo! And also to Darcy Wallace. Thank you, thank you. My name is Avi Lopez. And I'm saying good journey. Stop! <laughs> oh, did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got so I gotta good. get close. You didn't even have to use your hands. <laughs> <laughs> no.